the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry. The CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from a little up to 6 p.m. until 6.45 during the end of the football season, then every other week uh, beginning in January to the end of the school year. And, of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Armitar Jewelry, Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sesta Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Muss and Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, and Seahorse Manufacturing. We're here at the studios of Kane Radio, FM 1075 and AM 1240 at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victus Cafeteria, which is closed. You can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www.kane1240.com. And you can listen to us now on the FM band at 107.5. Also, if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, play Kane 1240, and it will. Anyway, uh, currently a lot going on at CHS. Coach, of course, a big basketball game uh, last uh, Monday afternoon, uh, evening, I should say, over in the Burton Coliseum. And the Panthers, uh, first time ever – uh, a Catholic high team has made it that far. I guess we'll call it the top 40. Uh, just an interesting game. Kane Radio was there to broadcast it. Just a tough game for the Panthers, Coach. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was proud of the way the guys played. They played hard for the entire game and, and never gave up till the very end, always trying to find that, you know, find the way to, to come back and get that win. But, um, you know, credit to Calvary Baptist. They, they they played a great game. They put some pressure on us. You know, we talked about it earlier. They were, they were pressuring us the whole court, you know. And um, I, I felt like our guys competed well. Maybe didn't shoot quite as well as they had in the past, but that that you know that comes into play a lot with playing in a, a bigger facility like that with three different three point lines and and things that if you're not if you haven't been there before it really is a disadvantage to the team that that's new there. Yeah, and uh, Catholic had played hard, but it just uh, during the course of the game, you know, with that opening period, they're up fourteen thirteen. You know, at the end of the first period, and just have a bad second and third quarter where they're outscored fifteen to six in the second quarter and outscored again. Uh, 10 to 8 in the uh, third quarter. In the meantime, uh, made a couple runs late, got it to within four with, I think, three minutes left to go in the ball game and uh, had some opportunities, but just just couldn't get that big bucket to put a little more pressure on Calvary Baptist, uh, who played uh, okay. They had uh, three kids for that team uh, for Calvary Baptist that, that scored in double figures, and that was uh, Thomas, who I thought did a pretty good job inside for them, along with Keenan, who wasn't a high, big high score, but he had 14 in that game, and Hill, their uh, pretty good uh, point guard and off guard, they played some. He had 12, and that was pretty much the scoring for them. Strong, Ronald Strong also had nine for the uh, uh, the uh, Calvary Baptists. But in the meantime, uh, Catholic High just uh, it, boy, it seemed like a, sometimes it just the ball wouldn't find a hole. I mean, it's just bouncing around, rolling off. I, I remember mentioning that a few times, Coach, during the course of the broadcast. But uh, uh, like I said, made a run late uh, in the uh, in the quarter, midway through the fourth quarter, and uh, I thought they had uh, Calvary Baptist on their heels also at one time too. Go Absolutely, ahead. yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, the kids played hard. They played well. The, they played hard the entire time. Not necessarily always well, but that's you know that's part of high school. Anything. 
Um, but, you know, like I said, I, I was really proud of the way those guys compete. I know Coach Casey had to have been really proud of them. Obviously, he'd like to have come out with the win. Um, but doesn't always go that way. Um, but, yeah, they definitely put pressure on Calvary and, and competed the entire game. Yeah, and uh, I know uh, just uh, I know with uh, Caden Falk hit his first three of the ball game, and I said, well, you know, when he's shooting newsy like that, uh, he rolls. But he had a tough night from the three-point line, a senior playing in his last game along with, uh, I think, the other senior on the uh, Catholic High team uh, that night uh, um, uh, was uh, Kalen Cratan, too. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think those were the only two – were that the only two seniors on the team? Or oh, was, I uh, couldn't remember. Hockless. Hockless, yeah, Franklin Hockless yeah, maybe. Yeah, Franklin's a senior too. Yeah, uh, so those three. So, uh, in the meantime, uh, a lot of promise, though. Like I told one of the uh, – who was running a video board next to me, one of the gentlemen, I said, you know, they start three sophomores and a freshman's played a lot this year for them. They got a lot coming back for them. Don't know what uh, some of the younger players coming up maybe could mean, but uh, I still said uh, as of last year, meaning in the twenty, the 21-22 season, if that's those three uh, freshmen could stay together, they're sophomores now, they'll be juniors next year. They're, they're going to light it up, too, as they gain that experience, get a little stronger along with Trostclair. Uh, they're going to be the team to be reckoned with, too. And then, of all things, Franklin, uh, 20 miles, 25 miles down the road, played for a state championship, and they, were, they split with them during the course of the year. Of course, they got beat by, I think, five points, four points in their uh, championship game. Uh, pretty impressive, but Catholic High going back, a uh, lot to look forward to in the future, uh, Coach, with that team. And uh, hats off to uh, Casey McGrew and also uh, Coach O2 and that team. Uh, they played hard, as you mentioned. They got after it, and uh, they, they, uh, they're going to be a team to reckon with. And uh, Newman, who was loaded with kids, only beat that uh, Calvary Baptist team by 10 points, didn't get to see – the whole game, uh, hopefully I'll see a replay of it. But uh, Newman was pretty strong, too, throughout the course of the year. Yeah, that's what that's what everyone was telling me. Um, you know, all the coaches, Coach Casey, Coach O, Coach Gilbo, was saying how, how good they really were. Um, so, you know, that means it could have gone either way. If we could have found a way to come out on top against Calvary, I mean, 10 points could be, you know, anything. Yeah. Um, but, no, our guys, they competed well. And, like you said, I mean, the future's bright for those guys. It's never, never easy to make it to the tournament. That's right. But – if, if anyone can do it, that's, that team has a chance for sure the next couple of years with, with those guys coming back. And, and they do have some young guys that work hard, and I think we'll, we'll better make some replacements for those seniors that we lose. Um, but, you know, you never know. That's right. And I can assure you uh, uh, with my history and background with Catholic High, can't go back to St. Peter's. <laughs> That'd be before 57. But my memory, that 60 team – uh, with Tam Delcom and uh, Mobear and some of the others. I think Larry Seymour was on that team. Uh, they competed well. They were a game away or, uh, from that, uh, making it at that time the top 20 or whatever they called it was in uh, Shreveport. Okay. And then uh, oh, a few years later, they moved it to Alexandria where they stayed there for many years. And uh, Catholic High team in 63 who lost to Newman uh, in the uh, quarterfinals could have made it to uh, uh, Shreveport back then also. But uh, Newman also won the state championship that year. Then I go back to the 72 team I was very familiar with. Uh, and uh, they uh, competed with White Castle, who was, matter of fact, at the tournament this year. And uh, they lost to White Castle uh, late in the game on a missed free throw. And uh, basically, they were the kind. I thought that 
I, I personally think that was the best team in the history of Catholic High School, the 72 team. I think they were 35 or 33 and 3 that particular year, and they were pretty impressive too, beating five, four. Well, that was the f- second year of 5A or four, four, year, 4A. They beat Brother Morton. They beat uh, Lafayette High. They beat, and I'm not talking about ease and by them. I'm talking about beating them and were double digits. And uh, then along came that 90. 293 team that had to play at Mount Carmel due to the fact that uh, the Catholic High Gymnasium was damaged pretty much after Andrew. And uh, they played Randy Livingston, who was the player of the year in high school basketball. At Newman gave him a tough t- game, but just couldn't seem to pull it out. And they would advance to uh, the uh, top 20 the, that particular year. And then, of course, this year came along. And uh, uh, credit to those young men to be the first ones to play and championship basketball over in the Burton Coliseum uh, over in Lake Charles. And uh didn't realize, I thought the game was going to be played. Uh, I envisioned them playing it downtown. I didn't realize the Burton Coliseum was that far out of downtown uh, uh, Lake Charles. And uh, and then I think the McNeese girls were hosting the Southland tournament. So that's where I thought they were maybe going to play downtown, but it uh, wasn't meant to be uh, – and again, to congratulations to Coach McGrew and his staff, who uh, just uh, played a fine game and uh, made it that far. And look forward to doing some of their games again next year. Won't have to remember the numbers either, because I'm <laughs> sure they can stick. The players will stick with their numbers, but they've got some promise uh, uh, with regards. I noticed the past year, Lewis Tristan Lewis got a little bit taller. Uh, Jaden Mitchell, not quite, but uh, but Trostclair just need to. Uh, get some weight on him, some strength. You know, he is a freshman. And uh, get his hands a little bit stronger and better. And uh, they, they, they've got a chance to go places uh, next year in uh, basketball. So uh, it's quite exciting. Absolutely. Um, you know, as far as Joe Trosclair goes, uh, you know, that's going to come. I mean, he's a 14-year-old, maybe 15-year-old kid. Um, <laughs> you know, the time he puts in the weight room and, and just, just growing, you know, physically getting bigger, stronger. Um, he, 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 he can be a, a force to reckon with, especially with those guys on the outside. So That's right. That's yeah, right. They, they, their future's bright. Very it bright. is. And like I said, Trosclair uh, – I, I, knew, I thought he was yeah, – I knew he's a freshman, 14, 15 years old. He could grow another two or three inches. You know, and he put on about 20, 25 pounds over the course of the year, just regular nutrition, you know, in that regard, and get him in the weight room a little bit. And uh, he, he's going to be a force, I guarantee you, in the middle for Catholic High in the years to come. And just as a freshman playing – quite well you know not a lot of experience when you're a freshman they throw you in the in the fray and uh you look pretty good and you could always see his hands above everybody else's in catholic eye at the games yeah i mean you you can't you can't coach six seven uh-huh. no so no that's, he, he's he's a special kid yeah coaching uh can't coach speed you can't coach size you can maybe hope to have it but you can't coach it it just nope. isn't there that's part of the game too uh coach anyway uh with that um also, uh, so uh, again, uh, hats off to them. Uh, played great. Uh, won, uh, won basically three games to get where they were. Beat Thomas Jefferson at the Catholic High Gymnasium. Then went on the road and beat a pretty good Laplace team, uh, St. Charles Catholic in Laplace, I should say. And then uh, came back and also uh, uh, beat uh, uh, the other team uh, uh, in that uh, uh, area. I'm trying to. Uh, Country Day. Yeah, Country Day. Uh, who. Uh, they've got uh, numerous uh, state championships in their pocket. So uh, hats off to them. Uh, what a great games for Catholic High. Uh, and uh, I know I'm, I'm kind of running on a little bit, but uh, 
just uh, so proud of them that day. Uh, great atmosphere. Had a pretty good crowd, too, from Catholic High. Took up two and a half, three sections of Burton Coliseum. So a lot of people made that, what, 110-mile drive uh, to watch Catholic High, hopefully uh, to uh, win a game and play for a state championship, too. Uh, but, uh, again, I know co- talking to uh, – Principal uh, uh, Bork, that uh, with regards to had some issues if that they'd have won that game as we talked off the air a yeah. few minutes ago. We'll talk about the Dancing with the Stars a little bit later, but uh, that was also taking place that evening uh, uh, after the championship game. So it was kind of a, uh, uh, of course, you want to see him win the game, but uh, just the logistics uh, working that out no, would have been pretty exciting too for not only the students who attended the game, but uh, other issues. But in the meantime, hats off again uh, with that. And I don't know if you have any closing comments uh, about the game before we uh, take our first break. No, I mean, just like I said, you know, the kids played really hard, played well, um, competed the entire game, even whenever, you know, when time was running out and it didn't look like they had a chance to come back. They never gave up. Um, You know, that's a testament to those kids and and to what Coach Casey and Coach O and Coach Gilbo have been doing with them. Um, So, you know, like you said, just hats off to them. Really proud of those kids, really proud of the coaches. and, And the future's bright. It is. The future is bright for the Catholic High uh, basketball program uh, going forward. So uh, a lot of effort, a lot of team, uh, you know, started off a little rough during the course of the year and then kind of sprinted out uh, midway through the year, Beat some, uh, came back to beat Father Turlings, who had beaten Nish earlier in the year. Uh, so uh, they took down some pretty good teams during the course of the year, split with Franklin, as I mentioned earlier, who uh, played for a state championship and the non uh, uh, non select, I think, in Division Four, I do believe. But uh, on the whole, uh, proud of them. Can't say anything more with the coaching staff, how they held them together, and all. And uh, just what more can you say, Coach? Uh, uh, just a great effort, and uh, for the Panthers, and look forward to uh, seeing them in the years to come too. Anyway, we need to take our first break. You're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 12:40. We'll be back with more right after this. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. Hi, I'm Tony Landry for Gulf America Wire Rope in Catholic High School. And at Gulf America Wire Rope is an all-field service company which is dedicated to speedy customer service and technical leadership. 
Gulf America Wire Rope is owned and operated by brothers Jed and Drew LeBlanc, both CHS graduates. Their knowledge and leadership skills were obtained through CHS has brought them success in the business world. Go visit Jed and Drew at their Broussard location, and they're always ready to talk CHS sports. And remember, go Big Red. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports, let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, head football coach uh, Matt Decimo. And uh, coach, uh, you know, uh, baseball season uh, since basketball uh, officially is over with a uh, loss to uh, Calvary Baptist. So baseball in the air right now. And the Panthers, along with softball, with the Lady Panthers, uh, are in tune. And, uh, of course, uh, track has taken place, too. I don't know if Coach Brew has had any meets yet. Uh, do you, are you aware of that? Yeah, they went to uh, Erath last Friday this past week. That was their first meet. And uh, with that, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's hard to say in track how you do. I know you had some individual performances. I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, what took place. I'm not sure exactly how our kids did. Um, I know we still had a few kids, obviously, that just finished basketball that did not compete. Um, okay. So they were, they were still down a few kids. Um, but I know Coach Brew does a good job with them. So I'm sure the kids competed well for themselves. Um, you know, I talked to a couple of the freshmen in that first hour P, and they told me that, you know, they, they said it could have went better, but I think for them they did well personally. You okay. know, if they're com- com- comparing themselves to the competition, sometimes that's tough. Um, but, you know, in track it's more about com- competing with yourself and getting that's, better week in, week out. That's right. And you don't know where that meet particularly was. Was that it, the e It was at E-Rath, yes, that, sir. E- yeah, usually E-Rath cranks up the season uh, with track meets. Uh, years ago it was Snub Darrowall. Not the snub, the snub. Um, oh, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but uh, they used to have a uh, big track meet, and they'd be all di- all classes there at that particular time, and it would kick off the season, pretty much. And then, of course, just about every Friday you'd have a meet somewhere in that. So, uh, Coach Brew, uh, maybe uh, uh, we can get some information from her through the course of the year. And uh, do, do you know where the I don't know if Catholic High won the district meet last year or not. They didn't win the district meet last year, but they're going to be hosting it. Okay. And I believe right. I believe that'll be April nineteenth. Um, that's the Wednesday, but it might be on the eighteenth, which is the Tuesday. I'm not sure exactly which day it is, but it's no. that week of April. Are y'all going to be off for uh, Holy Week or the week after uh, Easter? Generally, do you know that far? We'll, ahead? we'll be off the week after, okay. so we'll have okay. we'll have Good Friday off and the week after. Okay. Off. Uh, and usually, I know, uh, of course, there won't be any competition that particular. Uh, uh, weekend uh, Easter weekend, but uh, Catholic High uh, uh, usually, uh, as you mentioned, they'll host the district track meet, uh, and that'll comprise what their seven. D- does uh, uh, Katyana Renaissance have track yes. at their school? So there should be what seven district uh, uh, teams there. Uh, going, I know you you're going through your mind. How many? Yes, I believe seven. Okay. All I think right. it should be seven. Of yeah, Acadiana Renaissance doesn't play football, but I think uh, they're getting ready to play football in the next year or two. I think they'll have a team. Well, it's be a little bit longer than that. Um, 
I know they're starting their program next year with sixth grade, and they're going to oh, okay. build it up as it goes is what I've read okay. is the plan. All right, because I saw somewhere where they hired a coach. They hired Travis Blaze, who's okay. actually a Catholic High alumni. Oh, okay. Hello. Yep. All right. <laughs> anyway, and then, of course, uh, baseball, Coach Jordan, uh, always uh, – he just religiously <laughs> – takes on these four and five a schools just to see what his kids have and uh right now i see him with four wins and uh he's got about five or six losses right maybe maybe seven losses but i I think it's officially right now four and eight yeah he he tackles the big boys uh they open up the year i think uh beating uh nearby high uh, 11 to 6 then they take on acadiana matter of fact i was doing a game that night when they played Acadiana, I think it was a Thursday night, they played Acadiana and beat them 3-2. Uh, to two. They beat Acadiana. Then they came back and got beat 8-1 to one, and then 15-6. to six. Of course, Acadiana probably has a lot deeper pitching staff than uh, Catholic High being a 5A school. And uh, But the Panthers hung around with them a little bit. And then they come back to play New Iberia High again uh, over at Nish and lose 5-2. to two and come home to get beat by or away at Turlings, then come back to Catholic High and lose two games home and away uh, by scores of 4-3. to three. So Turlings always has pretty good baseball, too. I mean, they're renowned for their baseball teams in, in that regard. So, uh, And as I mentioned earlier, uh, Coach, uh, J- David, Coach David Jordan likes to play those tough games to find out what his kids can do in these situations, and uh, it helps him out in district, too playing in those tough situations we need to get a bunt down or get the base runner over or sacrifice fly and he finds out what his kids can do yeah absolutely you know one of my favorite sayings is iron sharpens iron yes um you know there's some coaches out there that that you know try to schedule as they say cupcakes just try to get a little bit of confidence which i get that um at different points in your your program that's important um but you know for coach jordan he he's he's established his program his kids his kids know what what's expected of them and all that kind of stuff. So so you know going out there and playing these tough teams do get you prepared. Um, at times it can hurt you a little bit PowerPoint wise, but uh, you know the, the teams they lost to their eight losses are all to five A and four A schools with a, com- right. with a combined record of sixty six and forty eight. <laughs> you know which is pretty good. Yeah, considering um, that's, that's right, pretty, pretty good no matter what classification. Whenever you're playing up two and three classifications, it's it's that's that's pretty good competition. Um, you know, and those guys have been competing. Um, you know, we were talking about the Terrebonne game a little while ago. We, we were up, and, and our guys were competing really well, and it, the wheels kind of fell off in the fourth inning, I believe, and gave up six runs right there, you know, which that's tough to come back from, especially whenever you're, you know, you don't have, you're not as deep as the other team is, a 4A school. Um, but, you know, our kids competed well, and, and if they could have, you know, found a way to get a quick out that that inning, it could have been a completely different ball game. And that, that's the kind of things that can prepare them for a district and, you know, into the playoffs, hopefully a deep playoff run and all that kind of stuff, um, those those types of situations. Yeah, and uh, he finds a way uh, to get those kids in those situations, and it means a lot, too. Uh, of course, following on Game Changer, I follow them on Game Changer. We'll probably start doing the uh, broadcasting of uh, Catholic High Baseball along with the other baseball in the area. So when they get into district play, and, and again, you – off the air, we were talking uh, about uh, they had so many games scheduled on one particular day, and you educated me in that regard. They're going to do something a little different this year, which you mentioned a few of the uh, coaches in the district wanted to see, and that's a tournament, uh, pre-tournament uh, uh, before district comes along. Uh, that's something I, I wasn't aware of, but I saw they had like six or seven games <laughs> scheduled on the same day, and I said, this is going to be a little impossible to play, and you educated me in that regard. They're having a tournament this year. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I know there's been a few districts that have kind of gone to that um, that system the last couple of years, and I know I know Coach Jordan and the baseball coach at, at Ascension, Coach Lonnie Landry, and I believe the baseball coach at Lauraville, Coach Rob Segura, have been kind of discussing trying to go to that format. Just it makes it a little bit easier, um, you know, especially with PowerPoints-wise and things like that. Sometimes when you have to play the same team twice, you kind of get handcuffed scheduling and things like that. Um, so obviously, you know, they kind of they obviously got together and decided to do that this year. And, and I think it'll be an exciting little little night or two nights for the for those guys competing. Um, I'm not sure exactly where it's going to be hosted. I haven't I haven't heard personally. I know they I know they know where it's at, but um, but it should be a good a good little outing. Is it going to be something to the name of a, like a double elimination tournament or do you know if it's just, just they're going to play a round robin amongst uh, certain teams? They'll put a maybe a, a, like a pool, two teams, uh, two pools and and match up that and the winner of that play for a championship do you have any idea at all the format i really don't i know my guess would be single elimination okay um, just you know kind of play play through um but i really don't know for sure yeah in other words they they could play probably two games one day double headers you know with regards to the and if they have uh seven teams in the district uh so i uh, don't know how they'll set that up but interesting uh and i think that's all taking place uh uh, March 27th, and of course, March 27th, uh, looking at the calendar here, if I turn around, it's, it's a Monday. A Thursday. Yeah, or Thursday. Oh, I'm on April, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Monday. I was yeah, on March. It's a Monday, so a little different uh, format in uh, that regard. So uh, I think Easter is what, uh, April uh, 12th, somewhere in there, possibly. Uh, 9th. 9th, okay. Uh, so. Uh, the uh, Panthers in District A2A playing a, a round-robin tournament or some type of tournament. Well, we'll find out. We'll get the information from that. And uh, But uh, going back to the schedule a little bit, uh, they, uh, the last two games Panthers have won. They beat West of Washita, uh 2-5 A team. First time they play a, a, a double-A team uh, uh, in that regard. Or is that uh, – uh yeah uh, no they they are five eighteen yeah West, West Washington's five a hey I'm thinking of Washington Christian yeah yeah so uh, in that regard so and they beat them five to four and that was away and don't know if that was in a tournament then if, of course they played away at uh, and they beat Mamu by a score of nineteen to nothing so the bats were really real in, in that game and of course their next opponent they played they're playing now or they played this afternoon don't know if you might get a score on that I might check my phone to uh, game changer. But they're playing uh, VC, or I should say, Vermillion Catholic, uh, Vanderbilt Catholic, excuse me. But that's over in uh, the uh, Thibodeau, Ahoma area. So uh, I might check uh, maybe at our next break. I'll check that out and see what, how they're doing in that regard. So uh, Catholic High Baseball, uh, uh, as always, uh, Coach Jordan uh, playing those tough games. Then with softball, the lady uh, softballers. Uh, They've uh, they've won a four games this year. They've lost it looks like about eight or nine. But uh, uh, again, they're playing uh, teams. Uh, you know, I'm looking at Brobridge, Cecilia, New Iberia, Southside twice, Erath, Rain, Lafayette Christian, Karen Crow, Washington Christian, uh, Doyle, uh, and then they they beat. Um, I want to say they beat South Cameron. They also beat uh, Westgate. Uh, their next game, uh, they lost their next game to Rain, but they play Church Point. Uh, uh, tomorrow at 5.30 at uh, uh, Lady Panther Field. So uh, uh, softball, um, uh, you know, moving on uh, with, with that. And I can't recall the softball coach's name. It escapes me right now. Coach Nelda. Yes, yes. 
And uh, so uh, Lady Panther softball moving forward, too, uh, in that regard. So, yeah. uh, And like you said, you know, they played the majority of their teams have been 4A and 5A competition, too. Um, so, so I would assume that, that that's going to help them in the long run as well. Yeah, those and like we said, again, young ladies uh, uh, into the game of softball, they uh getting after it. So, and that just makes you stronger. I know you get a little disappointed, you know, seeing some of these larger schools beating up uh, – on you if I'm a player but in the meantime I know that we're not going to face as much talent when we get into district and even in uh, the playoffs you're not going to see unless you've got one team with a big time pitcher but uh, you don't see that a whole heck of a lot but uh, it happens and uh, but I think it's wise to play up and, and take your licks and get in a district and see if you can't dominate because of the uh, higher classification teams you play uh, don't know if uh, you have any more with baseball or softball in that regard uh, coach no, I mean right now they're right now baseball is thirteenth in power ratings and softball sixteenth, but you know, there's a lot of baseball and softball Whoa. left before the playoffs go. So that's just kinda of where they're sitting right now unofficially. Yeah, you're right about that. So uh in the meantime, uh a lot of work to do and uh baseball gonna fall into the same way that basketball and football has with uh the twenty four team uh playoff. Of course in the playoffs you win one game then you usually play a two out of three match. Is that going to format well, going to be? They actually the change it, I believe, this year. So all of it's going to be two out of three. So even the first round will be two okay. out of three. So the boys, the boys' season actually, regular season actually ends like a week earlier than it has in the past. Okay. Um, because of that two out of three first round. Okay, and that's been the prohibitive. I mean, uh, where they played one game, uh, and you beat somebody, then you head to the next round. You're playing two out of three uh, until you move on to the state championship. Uh, uh, which is generally held in Sulphur, Louisiana. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, I believe Softball so. too, I believe. I believe. Yeah, I think that's correct. Anyway, we need to take another break. You're listening to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Corey Averick, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Arpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. Hi, my name is Dr. Abigail Hennigan-Daly and I'm so excited to share that I've partnered with my dad at Hennigan Team Dentistry. My roots are here in Iberia Parish. I grew up in the practice and I'm a Catholic Eye alumni. Being able to come home and serve the people of Iberia Parish and the surrounding areas is a dream come true and a complete honor. Allow me to continue the tradition by caring for and uniting with you to develop a beautiful, healthy smile. Call our office today at 364-2156 and schedule an appointment. We look forward to hearing from you. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. 
Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. At Sestra Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sestra Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sestra and Jenny Vizay at Sestra Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors. Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sestia Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors, LLC. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 1075. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm Tony Landry along with head coach, uh, football coach uh, Matt Decimo. And uh, got a score here from, uh, I guess, Homer Catholic Highs playing uh, Vanderbilt Catholic uh, over, over there. And then top of the fifth, uh, Panthers lead by score four to three. They've scored a couple runs this inning. And they have two out right now, uh, leading uh, four to three, top of the fifth, uh, runners on first and third. So, uh uh, Coach, uh, let's hope we can get another run or two uh, here at the top of the fifth. Playing uh, Vanderbilt Catholic over in home, and I think they're are they're they're four A school. I believe they're four A. I, me I know correctly. they used to be four A for sure. I think they're still four A. Uh, right now, uh, the hitting star in the game, and also the pitching star is John David Hidalgo, who's two for three. He's got a couple RBIs, and on the mound, he's pitched four innings, giving up three hits, one run. Uh, one earned run, two base on balls, and five strikeouts. So, pretty good performance from John David, who you t- – I thought he was a junior. You're telling me he's a sophomore. No, he's just a sophomore. Uh, so, uh, wow, good for him. Uh, in the meantime, the Panthers, uh, I guess somebody maybe stole second base because that runner's now on second and third with two out, two balls, uh, no strikes on the Catholic high batter. I'm trying to see who that may be. But uh, give me a moment here. As I'm looking at the lineup here uh, in that regard. So, but in the meantime, uh, we only have a few more minutes of the show, and uh, we'll uh, try to give you an update uh, at the very end of the broadcast. And a uh, big event for Catholic Highs it's had. Uh, I know you were in on the initial parts of it when you were at Catholic High for, when you first began your uh, coaching. And uh, Dancing with the Stars Friday night uh, took place. Yeah, you know, the last two weeks we had two of our big fundraisers. On March 3rd, we had the Shrimp Boil, the Athletic Shrimp Boil, which goes towards athletics, and that was a, a big hit. But um, Friday night was the big one, um, the big one for the school, Dance with the Stars. Um, it was sold out. They had over a 1,000 people, about a 1,000 people in attendance. Um, I know we raised over $291,000 for the school. Oh, wow. Um, which which Miss Min- Jenny Minville told me that was the third largest raised in the 10 years that Dancing with the Stars yeah. has existed. So that, that's that's big time. Yeah, kind of a little nervous, too, because they hadn't had it in a couple of years, too. Yep, you know, so you didn't COVID. know how the out- outcome would be. But yep. uh, wow. going back to a different venue and everything, you know, I, obviously, if, if it could have been in a bigger place, we may have had a little bit more money come in. Because, um, like I said, it was sold out at, at the K Community Center, but there was no the option at the casino didn't exist anymore. Um, but either way, I mean, it was great. They had seven couples that danced, plus a, a special couple with Mr. Bork and Miss Heidi do it. Um, they did a, a, a surprise oh, wow. dance that okay. uh, that not many people knew about. <laughs> um, but, no, you know, it was great. Um, I think everyone had a good time, um, raised a lot of money to go to some great things. You know, that money that gets raised, 
goes towards tuition assistance for the needy families in our community that want to want to get that Catholic education. Sure. Um, facility improvements and, and part of it goes to the CHS endowment fund, um, you know, which are all big time things that we need. You know, our facilities is, is, is very important as far as academics. You need to be in a great building, you know, things like that. And as well as athletics, um, yeah. you know, I know one of the things we kind of want to put that, that facility improvement money towards is a, a new floor in the Mott gym. Okay. Um, it's, you know, it's a cement floor, which was kind of done originally, which with the plan of replacing it. Um, so I know some of that money will go towards that. Hopefully we'll be able to get that done in the near future uh, but no it, it was great you know we had a lot of a lot of current families there a lot of current parents um parents of kids who went there and a lot of alumni um you know one of my one of my classmates danced at emily shea um you know so so i got to see a bunch of my old classmates that came to watch her dance and you know it was it was just an all-around great time um everyone had a good time you, uh, you don't have uh who won uh the uh the so the, the so, fan favorite and the uh, fundraiser favorite so the mirror bore, ball bore Mirabal went it. to um, Dr. Bray Foster and uh, Mr. Broussard. All right. They won that. That was the, the money. Um, the fan favorite went to Miss Ronnie Lane Gonsolin. Uh-huh. Um, and then the, the, judges, the judges' pick went to um, uh, Morgan Lulla. And I can't think of, right, can't think the, of his name Ms. right Ms. now. Miss Pole Vaulter. Miss Pole Vaulter. Olympic Pole Vaulter. Yep, Olympic Pole Vaulter. Those were the three winners. Um, you know, like I said, it was, it was a great outing. I think everyone had a good time, and, and we did a lot of good for the school. So Yeah, that's always an important event. It's been going on pretty well. I know I've had a cousin dance and an uncle dance years ago. So uh, it's a great event for Catholic High, and uh, just a great fundraiser for the school and all, Coach. Uh, anyway, with that, Coach, uh want to appreciate you coming in again. Our next CHS Coaches Show, I think, is in uh, the tw- – is it the 27th? Is that is that correct? Yes, uh, I believe so. Yeah, March the 27th. Anyway, of course, the CHS Coaches Show uh, is brought to you in part by Armitage Jewelry, Gulf America Wild Road, Romero's Power Sports, Sestia Wealth Management, the Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, r Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, United Companies, B&L Engine Repair, and Seahorse Manufacturing. And with that, we're going to say good night and God bless. Of 4th through 12th grade students, through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal, CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew! Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. 
This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS store. Every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services pricing and hours may vary. See Center for details. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call. 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. The hits that stand the test of time. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 1075.